Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Let me know when you need me to go. All right. Uh, three, two. Hey, everyone. Hello. It's Beth from Texas. And it is Tuesday. Again, it's a Tuesday, not a Wednesday. It's absolutely confusing me. It's a little after 7 o'clock in the evening here in Texas. And if you can hear my voice, it must be Tuesday. And this must be the Chelsea in America podcast. Woohoo! It's going to be a very... It's going to be just a little personal tonight, um, basically because it's just me and Dan from Phoenix on the phone. I'm running late, so I just fed the kittens, and I'm still unpacking my groceries, but I'll try and be quiet. Um, if you want to tweet me, you can reach me at TX underscore blue on Twitter. I'm not on the board. You can find me. Uh, there's a number of people that are finding me, unfortunately, um, but that's a whole other personal issue. Um JT, stop eating your sister's food. Sorry, feeding kittens. Anyways, Dan, how are you doing? I'm doing pretty well. Um, I ended up being pretty sick today, which was unfortunate that there happened to be a Chelsea match on the exact same day I was sick. Funny how that happens sometimes. But uh, I'm doing well. Just uh, here, ready to to get this two-person show on the road, I guess. <laughs> Yep. So I don't know what the heck's happening to everybody. I've gone and, and texted Kim because she told me she was going to stop being such a slacker. And then, you know, she didn't show up last week. Of course, I couldn't be there either because I was in California. Or no, I was on a plane last week when we all did when we did this. So, um, and tonight, I'm just running late. I don't know about you, but I am busier than a one-armed paper hanger. Yeah, I feel like there's all kinds of stuff going on. It always seems to fall right around the uh, podcast time for me. So I'm kind of glad it was on Tuesday the past couple of weeks because Wednesdays have not been working out. So, Oh, well, then good on you. Um, so uh, let's see. Do you want to talk about last weekend's game? Where do you want to start, buddy? Oh, we got to start with the sponsors. Holy hell. Yeah. Damn. Okay, so are you ready? Oh, and I have some news. I have some very cool news if you haven't been following me on Twitter. But anyways, first and foremost, we want to thank ColonialDistributions.com. They're the ones that bring us the fabulous, the wonderful, only a pound, Chelsea fanzine. Yes, you can get the Chelsea fanzine delivered right straight to your door um, for just $2 an issue. That's, that's just pennies more than what you would pay at the bridge. And you know what? You can't fly to London for pennies. Whoa, I just lost my glasses. So we want to thank them. We also want to thank English Pork Pie Company. Oh, my God, are they good. I don't know if you know this, but I did order my pies. I've had three different kinds. They're lovely. They're warm. They're hot. They're flaky crusts. It, they're, I, I'm, in, I'm in love with pies. i got to tell you something. I'm a big fan of, of them now that I've had them. We also want to thank Campo Retro. 
Capo Retro, your place to get old jerseys from Chelsea. So if you've got a if you've got a look, or if you want to be rocking that Bobby Tambly look, or rocking that Paul Cannaville look, that's where you want to go. Capo Retro for all of the retro shirts to make your Chelsea dreams, your blue dreams, come true. Um, who else do we want to thank? We also want to thank Custom Made Names, our place for custom made frames. Um, so if you've got something that you got for Christmas, I know a lot of people said they got a lot of stuff for Christmas. If you need that frame, you should be going over there. And if you're a Chelsea America member, you've got a coupon in your bag, and you should be checking that out and definitely taking advantage of that. Last but not least, we want to thank the lovely, the wonderful, the amazing Chelsea Supporters Trust. We love them to bits. Really, truly, I do. They've got such a place in my heart. Um, so, uh, the CST, if you've got, you know, if you could take, have just one less pint a week, you could pay for a full year of CST membership. It's that cheap and they do so much for us. So we want to thank them and we want to support them. Um, if you are a Chelsea in America member, you are an affiliated member, but you know what? You're not a full member. So that means that you've got the likes of me and Tim Whitehorn and other people voting for you. Take it upon yourself. Get a membership. I think I think that's it. I think that's all the sponsors. Dan, did I miss anybody? High five it. Oh my gosh, high five it. Yeah. Have you tried that app yet? I have not tried that app yet. I downloaded that one app that you were talking about last week or somebody else was, but I have not downloaded high five it. Well, you know what? You need to check those apps out, buddy, because I have a Windows phone, and as much as I love my phone, there are certain apps that I can't get yet. We generally, over here in the Windows world, we don't get the apps until after they've been out for a while. So go and check that out for us and let us know. Would you please? I'm on it right now. Okay. Good. Because I'll tell you something. There's a, I, today, I would have given a high five to Eden Hazard. I'd have probably given it a high five to JT as well because I thought he did some amazing stuff as well. So, uh, but we could talk about that in a little bit. Okay, that definitely is all the sponsors, right? Yes, I believe so. Okay, thank goodness. We've got a lot of them now. There's so many to I remember. Know. Well, there's a lot of things going on at Chelsea in America. That's good. I love and, it. You know, we want to thank all of those people for supporting us um, because because you know. We need. We want to bring benefit to our members. To our members, and we do that with the kind association of sponsors. So, okay, buddy, your turn. All right. What do you got going on? Um, I don't have too much going on. I just finished kind of watching the uh, Liverpool match, which uh, I ended up. I was just watching it on my couch for about the first five ten minutes, and then I ended up standing on my feet the whole time watching because I was praying our defense would just hold tight the whole the whole rest of that match. I don't know if you were watching it at all, but I mean it yeah, was Yeah, I went down to Zio Carlos down here in Fort Worth and I had a couple of pints of crabbies and um I had some lovely hummus and and pita though it wasn't pita and I had some goat cheese with some parsley with olive oil over the top of it and like bruschetta kind of thing. Oh I I was eating good today. Sounds pretty good. But yeah, I don't. I, ugh. What what did you think? I was just a little bit 
it was kind of a bend don't break kind of kind of game and Jose just kind of stood there and just kind of he seemed content with everything that was going on but I was I wasn't too content the whole time because Liverpool were just getting chance after chance and they just couldn't really capitalize but I saw a tweet that said something about how Chelsea on their best day or Chelsea on their worst day Liverpool on the on their best day I guess that'll be a draw you know (laughs) yeah And, and so it was um you know, honestly, anytime you have to go to that cesspool, um, it's a better word than Liverpool, um, it's, it, it's not an easy game away at Liverpool, and especially for us. They, they hate us. Um, Liverpool generally is a, is a team that will come out full force um, and as strong as they possibly can um, against a, a, a big team, a top-of-the-table team, or somebody that they envision that is their equal, and I might say better. Um, you know, I think they've pretty much decided that they probably can't win the league this year. I um, hope so. They are out of. They're out of the Champions League, are they not? Yeah, I believe so because they they drew at home their last their last game to somebody, FC Basel. which is not something to look forward to. Um, I was just, they play, I know, they play, they're still in the FA Cup, they're playing Bolton at home. Um, You know, but they've got a lot to play for. So, yeah, they're out. They're out, they're out, they're out. And they're looking at, at the League Cup as something, as an actual attainable trophy this year, you know. I mean, because they, right. they know they're not going to win Premier League. They know they're not going to win FA Cup. At least I sure hope they... I mean, you never know what... You know, it depends what, where the big teams are, and it's kind of a luck of a draw kind of thing, but highly doubtful they'll win. They have a chance of winning anything else. So when they're in the semifinals of this, you know, they're going to come come all out. And I thought with our lineup, though, that we would that we'd be coming out a little bit more attacking. I mean, Fabregas is kind of playing more of that number 10 role because Oscar was out and uh, Mikel was in. So obviously that pushes Fabregas up a little bit. But he was he was pretty much missing most most of the game. And he got back a couple times and made a few tackles. But offensively, he really didn't do, do too much. And all year, every time, I always think of him as more of a number 10. But every time he's kind of played in that role this year, he really hasn't hasn't done much. He's really done well with being back with Matic and then getting the ball a little bit deeper instead of outside the box more. Well, um, you know, I would say that in looking over today's game, I think anytime we play Mikel, and I loved, I love Obi, I love Obi Mikel. Don't get me wrong. I do. I'm sorry. I do. I just love him. Okay, but anytime we do, it's kind of a signal signal that we're going to play a more defensive game. Um, and we did. You know, he's not great at getting the ball forward. He's not an attacking midfielder. He's definitely a defensive midfielder. I agree with you. I don't think Sess had a really good game. The thing that's really concerning me right now is that we're losing a ball in the we're losing the ball a lot in the final third. Our passing isn't crisp. 
Um, as much as I love Ed Hazard, Jesus, that boy just stands on the ball for so long, him and Willem both. And I don't think against Liverpool, I think you have to move a bit faster against Liverpool. They're a very quick team. Um, Brendan's always played that way, you know, where it's very, very quick. Everybody is just one touch, one touch, one touch. And, you know, how many times did you just see Ed and kind of stand on the ball, literally standing on the ball, looking around, figuring out what he was going to do next? And Willie in the same. Yeah, and I think I think that's one place where it just I don't know I don't know what it is that they want to stand there because every time I feel like almost every time we actually score a goal, there's quick passing. It's there's always you know like against Swansea we had quick passes. There was just quick passes left and right, and that's what that's what breaks them down. Even today, every every time we would move the ball a little bit quicker, we would somewhat build something up. I mean, we didn't have many many chances overall, but I know what you mean about the stand. I, I'm standing there, just like pass it, like do something. At least, at least do a one-two with somebody. Pass it right back. Get the defense moving. When you're just standing there, they just everybody just comes back. And especially when we're going to play so defensive, we're obviously going to try and counterattack. And when you're just holding the ball, you're you really have no chance to to build anything out of it. Yeah. No, I I agree. And um, and poor Diego Costa. I mean, especially up against Skirtle, because, you know, in that fight, he looks like the brute, and Skirtle is still a brute. Yeah. I, I love I love seeing him, him up there, though, but I'm just, you just, I always have it in the back of my mind, is he going to do something stupid? And you see him, there's so many times where I feel like he's about to do something, and he just, like, holds himself back right at the last second before he just takes it a little too far, but... yeah. There were a couple times where I, you know, it's kind of one of those things he, you know, because he's so physical and he, he does it. Obviously, when he's against somebody like Skirtle, who's a goon, he's going to be doing stuff as well. So, you know, you're not going to get all those calls. Whereas if it's, you know, not going, it's not as physical all match. And then there is something, you know, you're more likely to, to get to get those those calls here and there. But I don't know. He, not the best game game from him as well, but. Today was all about Courtois. I mean, <laughs> he had some amazing saves, especially especially in that second half that just kept us kept us in it. Because if they would have gotten a second, if Liverpool would have got a second goal, they probably could have gone on to get another one on top of it. So it's pretty vital yeah, that. I don't think so. I don't. I don't think they would have. I don't. I, I. You know, in watching them, yeah, they had more chances. Uh, they had more. They took more chances, but. I mean, there were a ton over the top of the net. There were a ton wide of the net. I mean, I know, I know, Thibaut had to do a couple of really good saves, but it wasn't that many. I mean, I think he had like six saves, which for him is quite a bit of work, especially considering he hasn't been hasn't been in the lineup in what two or three two or three games, something like that. Yeah. So, but I mean, I don't know. I mean, I knew it was going to be a tough game, and. But I'm just glad we have the one away goal. But I didn't know the whole League Cups away goal away goal rule. That's kind of I don't know if you heard it on the broadcast or not, or if you know it. But yeah, and that seems so. If it's still tied, it goes to extra time. And then if it's still right. tied, then the away goals come into play. Correct. So I mean, I guess that's kind of a good. I mean, you. If it's tied on aggregate, you tied it. Shouldn't really matter at that point on the away goals, but I don't think 
I don't think it'll it'll come into play too much at Stanford Bridge. I feel like when they come there, we'll we'll handle them pretty solidly for the, for the uh, second leg. I have a lot of faith in our group. I have a lot of faith <clears throat> in our in our team. So, you know, but I always do, you know, even when we were shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you one person I am a bit concerned about, and that's Gaz. I am getting a little concerned about Gary Cahill. He's he's making so many wrong decisions. Um I don't know what to say. Yeah, today he started off fairly well, and then, I mean, for uh, Sterling's goal, I mean, Sterling picked it up about 40 yards out, and Cahill just gave him about 15 yards of space and just kept backing up, backing up, backing up, backing up. And it was just the whole time he had the one like, close the ball, close the ball down, close the ball down, and then he scored. So, I don't know. There's sometimes where... You watch him and you think, oh, wow, that was great. And then you think, what was he even thinking right there? So I'm not sure if it's been just a confidence thing or a concussion syndrome. If that, if he even had one, who knows what the real story of that is since Tottenham. But it seems ever since that first one, when you were there, since he got that little knock that he's kind of just been not fully with it, not not where he was the past 12 months before I then. I disagree with you. I, I can't disagree with you, so um, I, I the same thing has gone through my mind. Uh, so yeah, but uh, what? Know, other than that, I thought JT made a couple of great tackles, a couple of great saves. He really covered for him. Branna also is. Ooh, Brandon, I mean, and, and Luis, I'm not really happy with Luis. I was glad to see, you know, Dave back, but I'm not really happy with Luis. Do you have any feelings about him? Uh, he's, I think the jury's still out on him for me. There's times where I like things he does, and there's times where I don't. I think it's just he kind of plays differently than than anybody else we've kind of seen play back there before. So that I think that's kind of, I don't know if it's we just need he needs time to grow on me or if I don't like his style. I don't know. There's just the way he just kind of, I feel like a lot of times when he goes in for a tackle, he's, he just kind of, I don't know. I don't know how to describe it. Just the, his approach seems a little bit off to me on some, on some situations. And, and then there's times where like when, uh, if Hazard has the ball on the left wing, you'd always see Dave kind of make a run to come help him out. I feel like, Felipe Weiss is he's just not there. He does he doesn't kind of help in that attack for me as much as as I would like. Even though I guess supposedly he's supposed to be more attacking minded, but he just doesn't seem to kind of flow with the team as well as Dave does. He kind of sticks out when he's when he's there. I feel like when Dave's in at left back, he's just kind of it's just kind of more natural. Well, we'll see no, I, I really like Dave in that position. I thought he, I thought he did well. <clears throat> um, yeah, I was really surprised Hazard got the penalty because we haven't been getting them. 
Um, so that 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 was a relief for me because you know how you know all the words about him diving and all that other kind of stuff. I mean, he the thing is though, he doesn't dive. <laughs> I know he doesn't. He gets fouled all the time, and I he saw gets it. Hammered. Let's face it. Yeah. He doesn't. He gets hammered. And he—it's—he's he, just so quick with the ball. He just—he just anticipates, and the second a guy sees a guy coming, he just puts the ball the other way. And he know there's a lot of players who try that, but they'll play the ball straight into the defender. He plays it past them, so they don't even get the ball, and they just get him. And I feel like it's one of those things refs just don't want to call it because they're like, I can't call it every time. <laughs> but a foul is a foul is a foul, and yeah. so I was glad that they and. I just love the way he takes takes his penalties. He's just he, he. I think he missed one earlier this year, but the way he just steps up and he just stares straight down the middle, and every time he just puts it right in the corner. And it, I don't know. I don't know how he does it. And I tried to watch him the whole time leading up. He never once looks at a corner to the side. He just stares straight at the middle as he's backing up, straight down the middle as he's running up to the ball and just puts it in. So. Clearly, he just practices that over and over, and he just visualizes it in his head. But it's amazing. I, I, I just love how he how he approaches those penalties. No, he does. He just he. I mean, he sent him the wrong way. You know, the whole nine yards. It's different. That, that goalkeeper went. He went exactly the opposite. <laughs> yeah, completely the opposite way. And it's completely different than how Lampard used to approach him. He would just smash him. And, you know, yeah. Hazard just kind of, he doesn't finesse it necessarily, but he just kind of places it and he, it's got enough pace on it to get past the keeper. But it's just perfectly placed. Where If you watch a lot of Lampards, they're just low. They might not even be straight in the corner. They're kind of off center a little bit, but there's just so much pace on the ball that the keepers can't stop him, so it's just kind of—I I don't know—I just think it's a cool way to take a penalty. But it, I mean, I don't know how if it can be figured out what he does because it's just—I feel like when you just go with pace, you can if, even if the keeper guesses the correct way, you're still have a chance of making it. Where the way Hazard takes it, if the keeper guesses the correct way, they there's a good chance they could save it, but they always seem to go end up going the wrong way. But uh, what did you think about uh, Mourinho's comments about the whole Gerard song and all that? I didn't hear him. He made comments, I think it was yesterday, just about how we should show Gerard some more respect. He's a good player. And that uh, we should only sing that song when we play against Liverpool, which I agree with that. I can't, I mean, even on NBC, you can hear it. I hear it three or four times every match, and it's like, all right, that it happened like a year ago. No, none of the players playing are even relevant to what's going on. What happened in that? Just, just find something else to sing. So, but yeah, I, I don't think we should. I'm hopefully people kind of go along with that and don't and stop singing because I I don't think they should be. I mean, against Liverpool, yes, that's fine. But anybody else, there's there's no reason there's no reason for it. No, I agree. And, you know, one of the things that happened quite a lot while I was there was that, as you know, my good friend DJ, he who shall not be named, um, who does a fanzine, um, 
I kept, you know, we kept singing it. I mean, we sang it at freaking Newcastle, you know, and, and Dave is, DJ is screaming his head off going, he's not playing today. We've got 11 Chelsea players on the pitch. Think we could sing for them? And I totally support it. When we're playing Liverpool, absolutely. But, yeah, and you know, I... other than that, forget it. Forget it. You know, it's old. I, I think we should sing it loud and proud during Liverpool games. It loses its impact. Yes. When you sing it at West Ham. Newcastle, or what? He's not there. You know? So, I mean, singing about a past Chelsea player is one thing. Singing about a Liverpool player when you're playing Arsenal makes no freaking sense. None. And it's it's different if it's, it's... not like we don't have a dearth of songs that we could be singing. No. And I mean, I mean yes, there are some songs about our players that mention other players from other teams, which is fine, but the song's not about Demba Ba. He doesn't even play there anymore, so it's, it's completely irrelevant. We're not playing Liverpool. Steven Gerrard's not on the pitch. You don't need to sing it. And, and I mean, even even other teams sing it against Liverpool. Our song, they sing that exact same song. It's like, I mean, I don't know. I don't know why that one just... I mean, yes, it was a hysterical moment, but, I mean, it just... I mean, other teams... If West Ham's playing Liverpool, West Ham fans are singing it. It's like, it doesn't even make sense. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> but I think hopefully Mourinho's comments will kind of uh, get people off of that whole song. Because you hear it early on, too. I mean, I usually turn up, we try and turn up the volume at our pub just so we, I like to just hear, you know, the, the crowd noise and hear what songs they're singing. So hopefully we can try and sing those in our pub. And it's like, I don't want to sing that one. Like, it, it's... Don't. I don't. I mean, it's just like, but it's you early on. It's like the first ten minutes. It happens. You hear. Doing whenever I hear that song, because in our pub, I'm, you know, we have, I have a, we have a, a, a lot of newer people, so it ends up being me singing, or at least starting them. So if I hear that song, I'll sing something else over the top of it, so people can hear what's going on. Because <laughs> <laughs> honestly, I don't like the sound on a lot because you know when you're at the game you you don't hear it yeah you know you don't hear the commentary at a game and you know you're watching the damn game can't you figure out what's going on yeah and some of the announcers just absolutely just get on my tits sorry <laughs> that's how i watched the world cup this summer i just uh because turned it with the sound off well, yeah, I t every game I turned with the sound off because I couldn't stand listening to the American commentators on the game. So I would just put it on put it on mute or I would just watch them on the Spanish channel and just listen to it in Spanish, even though I had no idea what they were saying. It was more entertaining than listening to, <laughs> to a bunch of Americans try and commentate. So, But I don't know. I like some of the NBC guys, but for me, it's just more... I like hearing the songs that they're singing there so we can try and sing those ourselves. That's kind of our goal is to kind of work towards towards doing that in our pub that i think that's kind of a, a good start because i think the nbc I think turns up i think nbc turns up the volume on their uh their crowd mics when teams start singing because sometimes it's like 
you kind of hear it and oh there it is <laughs> where'd that come from so yeah they, they 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 do a better job than fox does did on that yes you know and if i could have a rant at fox i i would you know they they are in my sh- on my shit list i agree um you know i am so upset to the crappy job they have done with the fa cup <laughs> Can't watch this Saturday. There's, there are 16 games going on. How many are they showing? Three? I have no idea. I, I didn't even look at the list. I just saw that ours wasn't on the list. I think they're showing three games. I think that's it. That's <laughs> ridiculous. They have Fox Sports, Fox Sports 1. They have all the UEFA channels and all the Champions League channels. And all they're going to show is one game at a time. And they have other... Fox owns other channels, like on the uh, on the final day of the Premier League this past year, because that was the first one the NBC had. They put every, none of them were on the extra time. It was like TNT I and all those. The FA and say, please don't sell the rights to broadcast the FA Cup to Fox in America anymore. <laughs> I'm down. I'll send about fifty tweets a day on on that because it's ridiculous. I mean. It is. And and then you'll see some of them. It'll be against, I forget what it was. Two weeks ago, there were two championship sides, or like a league one and a championship side against each other, and they had that on TV. Which I don't mind watching they those. They showed the Man U game. They showed the City game. Yeah. They showed the Arsenal game. And they're showing the friggin' Arsenal game again. It's ridiculous. I I don't I don't I don't understand it. It. You know, and it wasn't like that a few years ago. They did a really good job with the FA Cup. They were they were showing, and then if you missed yours, you know if yours wasn't shown, it would be shown like a day or two later. You know, I mean they showed all of the games, you know, except for some of the you know non you know lower really bad ones, especially in the round of sixteen, or you know, but or the round of thirty two. It's despicable. It's despicable. It's utterly despicable. So I, I, you know, I just wonder if Chelsea's even going to get on Fox, you know, for the FA Cup. I mean, I'm sure they're yeah. not happy. I wonder how that that whole money is split up between the clubs, because I mean, not that one game makes a huge difference, but I mean, you you would think Fox would do. If I worked at Fox on their marketing team or whatever, I would be okay. What can we do to get all these Chelsea fans in the U.S. To be able to watch their team play, <laughs> you know, you'd think somebody somewhere would be like, "Hey, maybe we should show the Chelsea game because there's thousands of fans that would tune in to watch." Because I don't watch Fox channels any other time, really. So nope. <laughs> the only time I watch it is if Chelsea's playing. I hate Fox, so I hope they use it. I mean, I'm 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 really at the point of going UEFA. Take away the Champions League from them. Take away the FA Cup from them, and I can get rid of my subscription. I am. I am so displeased, you know. And actually, right now, I may take it off anyways because I, you know, I just I just changed offices, so um, I'm working from an office. I don't have a television in my office anymore, which means I can't stay at home. I can't work from home and watch the games like I used to, which was always my go-to thing. And, you know, now I've got Zio's, and he shows everything. He, that's his number one. If there's a Chelsea game on, he's got it on. 
and you know he carries all the channels it's like why am i paying all of this money for you know for fox you know because i think it's like an extra well it's not a lot i think it's like an extra 10 or 15 bucks a month you know for fox plus why why they're not doing any i I got it and i thought oh i'll do it just for the fa cup because I like to watch some of these teams that I've never seen before play. I love the FA Cup. I love I love to see a minnow play a giant, you know. And I love the FA Cup. I can't. There, there's not even you know. Three, it's not worth it. Not worth it. Yeah, I, I canceled mine last year after the Premier League dropped it because I was I didn't want to pay it anymore. I mean, I pay. Right now, just to get BN Sports, like seven extra bucks a month, just so I can watch League Cup matches. Yeah, well, the BN is in is in the DirecTV package, so. Well, that's good, but. Yeah, I have DirecTV. I like DirecTV. I have DirecTV, and I I just had to pay extra for it. Really? It's yeah. In my sports package. They ah, uh, that's a whole Fox ordeal. And BN. Now I don't get BN Spanish. I don't know. I gotta look into that then, because I don't want to pay eight bucks a month. <laughs> I don't have to pay eight extra bucks a month. I think you've got B in Espanol. Because they they auto enrolled me into some premier package, and my I was like, what? No, 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 no. They no, like, ask them what's on the sports tier. Yeah. And go through, and I, I you have to pay extra for NBC Extra. I think I can't remember. So do you want to talk about our uh, better match, which was, what was that, Saturday? Yeah. Swansea? Yeah, 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 5-0, right? Yep. So. It's amazing. I just sat there with just my mouth open. I don't know about you. I was just like, what? I mean, we <clears throat> got to the pub early. I was so glad. And we were all still kind of talking and everything. It's like, what? We scored? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it, that was, Oscar had a great, I mean, everybody played played amazing that and it was just awesome to see just that the passing and just Oscar and everybody's gonna hate me because I'm gonna say this um because I didn't vote for him I I wouldn't vote for him for my man of the match because he has to work on his passing yes I wrote I took a bunch of notes during sometimes I take notes during the game and I wrote that down on on my notes of the game was (laughs) his passing he he like dinks it like these little light passes with no pace and they just get intercepted and it, and I, I wouldn't have voted for him for man of the match but when he was good he was really good oh no I mean his he was you know his goals were fantastic um you know all of that kind of stuff I don't have any problem with that at all but um Boy, his passing was despicable. It just was. Yeah. I can't, I can't help it. That's kind of always been, not, well, the passing, but his kind of inconsistency, even from match to match, and then even during during the game, he'll just kind of disappear. Oh, there's Oscar again. Oh, he's, he is on the field. Oh, where's Oscar? He kind of, he never seems to have a full 90 minutes of just, Doing everything, he's right, looking perfect, doing this, doing that. 
he always just kind of seems to come and go. And I, I don't know what that is, if that's just his, if it's a, a his kind of mentality, how he plays or, or what it is, but that's always kind of seemed to happen with him. I agree. Uh, and then passing, it was just doing my head in. I couldn't help it. And then I there's and then there's William who just still can't seem to get that ball in the back of the net. Oh my god! <laughs> I, I don't know if you follow Mo Bacon or not. Do you follow Mo Bacon? Uh, I think so. But I during matches I lose so many tweets on my timeline because it just gets flooded. So I don't really check much out during the match. So I I don't know. I was going back. Mo Bacon, you all know. Mo Bacon is. It's our mascot here in North Texas, but it the guy who tweets for Mo Bacon because a piece of, you know, a piece of rubber can't tweet. Um, uh, he was tweeting about about William hitting the cross, doing this and that and the other thing, and I said, I said, he may not be able to score any goals, but he's double one crossbar challenge. Yeah. And I don't know if everybody, do y'all know what, do you know what crossbar challenge was? Oh yeah, is? from the Soccer AM? From Soccer AM. I, that's okay. like my favorite thing on Sky Sports. <laughs> I miss that so much now that I don't get that. I do too. But uh, you can still you can still watch them on their website if you go to uh, videos. You can go to Soccer AM and they have a bunch of crossbar challenge videos. Crossbar challenge is great. So anyway, so I tweeted out that Willem was double winning crossbar challenge, right? <laughs> so Mo Bacon. At Mo Bacon 1905. Mo Bacon goes, Crossbar Willie. That's his new name. And he tweeted it to William. <laughs> I tweeted something about he almost has a hat trick. He just has to hit the left post now. Because he hit the, the right post and then the crossbar. So he just had one more one more post to hit. He would have had that crossbar hat trick. I know. And I don't know anybody who's ever done that. So, um, no, so we were laughing about, about Crossbar Willie, but, you know, he'll get there. He'll get, I mean, if you're hitting a crossbar, you're getting close. At least he's not sending it up in the second tier. Yeah. And, yeah, I mean, a crossbar, I think you could hit it two centimeters further one direction and it could hit the crossbar and go in. I mean, the, the, the room for error is so minimal that, I mean... If he just slightly less power might have got, I mean, I just feel bad for him because it's just like he just can't seem to score, unless uh, unless of course Torres passes it to him about three yards in front of the in front of the goal against Liverpool, he can score those. Um, yeah, I heard I heard uh, Mr. Torres scored two against against Real. Yeah, in the Copa del Rey, wow. I believe it was. Yeah. And they were the first one I saw. I can't remember the second one, but the first one was, I don't know, right around six yard box, and he just smashed it with his left foot to the top left corner. And I was like, uh, "You never scored one like that <laughs> at Chelsea. Where where'd that come from?" But I don't know. I, I I hope he does well. So I like seeing Torres do well there. I think it'll be a good uh good kind of refresher. Be back where he started it all and. We'll see what happens. So I hope he does well there, though. Well, all I can say is we're not paying his salary anymore, so that's yeah. all I can. 
So unfortunately, I remember I told, said, mentioned something about how uh, NBC was coming to Phoenix during the Super yeah. Bowl weekend and all that. Well, that whole thing got washed out because I guess NBC is still doing their broadcast from Phoenix, but they can't because they're going to do it at a bar. They can't show any of the Premier League games on that weekend because somehow the NFL has actually bought the rights out to TV broadcast in Phoenix where any TVs that can be seen from the outside have to be showing NFL content. What? Yeah. So basically the, they emailed us saying like, hey, you're still invited, but we get that it's like we wouldn't want to force you guys to come because we probably won't be able to show you the, the game to you guys uh, to a large audience because of the NFL, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, well, probably the best. NFL are getting scared, aren't they? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, you've got to be kidding me. I mean, they can't, they like, I don't know how that, I don't know how that kind of stuff works, but somehow they have the rights to any outside TV broadcast in downtown Phoenix area. Super Bowl weekend has to be NFL content related. <laughs> so, because they were planning, I guess, NBC, I believe what I understood, because, uh, our chapter out here, Eric was kind of CCing a couple of us in the emails, was that they were going to kind of want to make it like the uh, college football, college game day thing where like a yeah. big crowd of people with like a big screen show the games and like different TVs with it on. So that I guess somehow they, the NFL contacted them or somehow they got, NFL got word of it and to well, know. I heard, I mean, I did hear this as a rumor. It's only a rumor. I cannot verify this is true or not. But I heard that the re one of the reasons that Fox is not showing more FA Cup games is because of their NFL contract. They are limited to the number of soccer hours they can have on their network. <laughs> well, I think it's kind of one of those things where uh, the NFL is kind of at it. I mean, everything's pretty much cyclical so the nfl is kind of at its peak and they kind of see soccer coming up right behind it and <laughs> they're trying to do everything they can to kind of keep us keep us away i think is what's going on i would totally agree with you i would absolutely agree with you i think they're scared i think they are scared 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 of us i do i do our numbers are growing they're growing exponentially uh nbc is really excited um, obviously, you know, they see the value in showing um, the league, the Premier League. They see the value of our viewership. They see um, our demographic as being very, very important to them. The NFL only has themselves to blame. You know, they've priced themselves out of the market. Uh, try and take a family of four to an NFL game right yeah. now. Especially where you live. Oh, my God. Do you know that the Dallas Cowboys... And I, I don't quite get this, but you have to pay $10,000 to even get access to a season ticket? Like basically to be in the waiting line for it? Yeah. So basically you pay like $10,000 and then whenever you're available to purchase one, then you can actually purchase yeah, whatever. something wow. weird like that. <laughs> yeah. That's... I mean, could you imagine if, if True Blue membership was ten grand? Yeah. That would, <laughs> there'd be hardly, I mean, I wouldn't be able to afford it, so. They, you know, they used to be American football, 
I mean, in some ways, it's not very much different than what's happened in the Premier League, um, certainly to a much lesser extent. I mean, when I started going back in the 80s, you know, it was like three pounds or something. It was crazy cheap. You know, it was really, really inexpensive to go to Chelsea. Um, you know, now it's 56 pounds, you know, for, for a ticket. Which is compared to NFL prices is about average. <laughs> yeah, so it's about 70, it's about $85, I think, you know, to go to, to go and see Chelsea. About $85. I can't go and see the Cowboys for 85 bucks unless I want to sit up in the nosebleeds. And by the way, they sell all of, they don't like to sell their tickets direct, so you have to pay the premiums from Ticketmaster and all this other kind of garbage, right? Um, it's, it used to be, American football used to be for, you know, the steel workers, for, you know, the, the cheeseheads up in Wisconsin. It used to be a blue-collar sport. It's not a blue-collar sport anymore. You can't call it a blue-collar sport when it costs 300 bucks to go to a game. <laughs> no. And, you know, the only way they're, the only, it seems to me, the only way they're growing their viewership, the only way they're growing their uh, supporter base is by moving to other countries. <laughs> yeah, so. I, I mean, I just see it going, I mean, I know personally, I mean, about 10 years ago, I mean, I kind of followed Chelsea, I kind of followed soccer a little bit but i didn't too too much but i mean i would check the scores and whatnot and then slowly i mean i completely i mean i've might have watched a combined total of 20 minutes of nfl games this whole year i mean i have basically zero interest in it anymore and i'm sure i'm not the only one and i'm sure i'm not the only one who's going to switch that way in the next five ten years so it'll be interesting to kind of see what happens with the whole tv viewership i mean maybe I don't know. I I just I would love to be able to be able to watch any match I could here whenever. Yeah. So, I mean, but a um, lot. I think one I, thing. I've got a feeling, you know, if 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 NBC continues to make money, if this continues to grow, um, if if it if it becomes a profit center for them, um, then they will do more for us, and they will grow this this particular game, and I and honestly, I think. As much as the EPL is growing in, in viewership here in the United States, people get the bug. They start going to their local games, be it an MLS team, be it a USL team, be it a lower minor league team. Um, you know, people are enjoying the game. They get that the game is really a, a fabulous game to watch. Yeah. And that nil-nil is not boring. No, and that's one thing. I've kind of got my girlfriend into it, and she was watching – the Swansea game with me and she's like wow this is like really exciting you know I'm like yeah <laughs> and I forget there was a game earlier in the year where it was like we won like 1-0 and she's like wow that was like whole game I was like watching the whole game sitting on the edge of my seat and it's like yeah if you watch an NFL game it's something like I heard this there's only about 10 minutes of actual playing time where the players are playing and that's a whole three hour event where when you watch a football match that is you're getting 90 minutes of playing in less than a two-hour period. In a less than two-hour period, you're getting 90 minutes of 
action where if you watch NFL, you're getting 10 minutes in a three-hour period. <laughs> that doesn't sound very exciting Exciting to me. I think one you know, thing we that... We had a family go over for the first time this year to the bridge, and the comment that the, actually was a couple, excuse me, it was a couple. They had never been to a Chelsea match. And the comment that I got back to them was, why didn't you tell us they don't serve beer in the seats? It's like, because I didn't think I needed to. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's no guys walking around with a big uh, tray oh, yeah. of, with ice and beer that? in no, it? No, no, no. Could you just see some guy passing beer down in the middle of a football game? Seriously? <laughs> no, I don't think so. Cotton candy. Where's cotton candy? <laughs> yeah, it would not. I mean... And I know I got my brother into it last year. Last year, I took my brother over to London for the first time, and we went to to two matches last year. We went to Liverpool and Swansea right around Christmas time, and he was just like in awe of of being there in the stadium for his first time. And it's it's such a cool experience when you kind of convert somebody to it and kind of get them interested in it because it's completely different viewing experience than anything else I've ever been to in my life. And that's just why I just want to go all the time because people just don't understand. It's like once, like the first time I went, I'm like, oh boy, this is bad. Because I'm like, oh man, I'm going to be spending so much money to, get, to come back over here. But it's worth every every penny of it every time you go. And I don't know, that's kind of been my favorite part of this. Why do you think I go twice a year? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Because it, it's it's addicting. It's It's literally addicting to go. Oh, it's very addictive. Uh, it is it is very very addictive. Um, it is, but it, I mean, I get, I have, I have an amazing life. And the reason I have an amazing life is that so many times I get to be there when somebody's going to their first Chelsea match. Um, this fall, it was my nephew, who has been watching Chelsea for more than 10 years. Um, he started watching when he was in his late teens um, and went to his first Chelsea match when we played in New York, the second summer tour, and has been following the club. He's a member of CIA, the whole nine yards of my three nephews. He's the most ardent supporter. And we went to Tottenham at home. And I don't know if I told this story, and if I did, well, you're just going to have to bear with me. But when the schedule came out, he got married, and he knew the dates he was going to London. And so we were waiting for the – and he announced the date of his wedding and, and all. And we had worked out that he was going to London during Thanksgiving when I was normally there. We worked this out in May, the first part of May. <clears throat> and so we had been waiting all through May and into June for the schedule to come out. And the morning the schedule came out, I woke up that morning, looked at my phone, and there was a text. And all it said was, oh, my God, Aunt Beth, it's Tottenham at home. <laughs> and that's awesome. And I'm sure that was just an amazing experience for him and for you, like you said, just to be there with people to experience their first that's time with them. I mean, I've done it with both of my brothers. I've done it with countless Chelsea American members. Um, this year, not only was it Joe's first match at the bridge, and he was just on cloud nine. Joe is um, just a 
such a unique individual and he never buys anything for himself. And so the, his birthday this year, his dad gave him a bunch of money for Christmas, gave him a bunch of money. And everybody said, save this for now Joe's 30, but he said, don't spend this on the wedding. Save this for your honeymoon. You're going to England, save this for, for going to Chelsea. Right. And so, um, he had saved up about $500 and spent every friggin' penny of it at the mega store. <laughs> <laughs> I've talked to both of my nephews and they said, Aunt Beth, Joe, Joe never buys anything. He bought so much shit. <laughs> he bought yellow, he bought rubber duckies, he bought everything. <laughs> he did. They had a onesie. He bought a onesie. He bought wow. an adult sleeping onesie, Chelsea onesie. Um, but he had so much fun. But along with that, Danny, who tweets for Chelsea in America, as you know, Danny Campos, um, he, Danny took his girl over, Sonia, for her first match. And Sonia was just like, she says, oh, my God, this is great. What am I I'm, Danny, we got to come back. <laughs> <laughs> so she had a great time. And Lisa, Joe's new wife, um, who actually was her grandmother, her great aunt, um, in fact, that actually paid for their trip, paid for their honeymoon, and worked with me to make sure that Joe could go over at the same time that I was there. Um, and Lisa's been to a game in D.C., but is not a big Chelsea supporter. But she just had, we just had, we just, we just, I, the best thing, this is the best thing. Um, when Joe and Lisa got there on the Friday, got there on the Friday, Black Friday, the Friday after Thanksgiving, and that was the day of the CPO. And so Joe's present for me was that he got a ticket to the CPO or to the annual lunch. So he came to the lunch, Lisa slept. We finished the lunch. Joe went back to get Lisa, you know, get cleaned up and everything. And then they met us back at the pub and we were in the pub until stupid hours in the morning. And I had to get up the next morning and get up to Sunderland. So I had left them alone. So they had, they had the whole of Saturday on their own to go and tool around and figure out London or whatever. And they were staying in very posh hotel, um, courtesy of their great aunt and her husband who works, does quite a bit of work in London. So he used his points, got them a free place at a very posh hotel. And when I got back on Sunday from Sunderland and I text them and I said, Hey, you know, do you guys want to meet up? And it's like, Aunt Beth, help us. We got to find some place we can afford to eat. <laughs> <laughs> so we walked over there and I took them down. Regent Street just and Regent Street was open. There was no buses, no cars on Regent Street. It was so cool. And we're walking down Regent Street. And I'm showing them the different shops. Took them to Vivian Westwoods. Yes, you all know I love Vivian Westwood. And um, we're just walking around there. We got to Piccadilly Circus, and I said, "Come on, let's go to Leicester Square because Leicester Square is kind of happening on a on mm -hmm. any night." Of the yeah. Week. So we walked over to Leicester Square, found a pub to go and eat in, um, had a nice dinner, bit to eat, and everything. And we were still walking around. And doing kind of doing this and doing that and kind of just, you know, just milling around, really. And I said, okay, where do you guys want to go? And Lisa says, let's go back to Stamford Bridge. And I went, what? <laughs> said, oh, yeah, I want to go back to Frankie's or, or to, to the, um, uh, God, now I'm going to forget, the Butcher's Hook. I want to go back to Chelsea. And it's like, come on, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to twist my arm to go back there. So um, we went back, we went back down the Fulham Road. Um, but yeah, you get it in your blood and, and it's such a special place. It is such a special, special place. And, you know, once you go, you just, you just like, I, I want to go back. I just want to go back.
and Danny hadn't been back in ages, and you know he was just like, I just love being here, and and it is it's it's where it's where our heart lives, it's where a part of our heart lives, and so when you go there and you 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 know you're back, you feel like you're back home, you know, and I was mm-hmm. I was able to go and show Joe because we sat in the shed lower, so I was able to go and show Joe where Simon's plaque is, and you know all of my favorite haunts and we did the tour and it's just it's great it's great win or lose it's just it doesn't matter because then you leave and you know you're with chelsea supporters and and it's and it's just so much fun it's just yeah. it's just a blast love it i am four for four when i've been over there so i am hopefully my record will stay intact for my life but i'm sure it won't <laughs> on our record but <laughs> i can't say that <laughs> <laughs> No, but it's been, I, I know what you mean. It, it is, it's just, it's part of you. Like, this, I remember the first time I ever just, I can like picture it getting off Fulham Broadway Station and just like seeing the sign Fulham Broadway. You know, you go up the steps, go through the turnstiles, you like walk through the mall, and I'm like, go out to the left, and I'm like, oh my God, there it is. Like, I just like stopped and just like stared forever because it's just like, can't believe you're there. It's the coolest experience. And, it's unlike any other experience that, that I can picture. I mean, I've been in huge college football stadiums that hold over 100,000 people, and nothing compares to being in London at a Chelsea match. There's, there's just nothing like it. And I encourage so many people to go. I know a couple um, Phoenix Blues members who went over, and you know, I gave them you know, places to go, things like that, and just try to you know, have them have that perfect experience but i think no matter how you experience your first time it's always going to be feel just perfect because it's amazing and i i wish like every cia member could just make it over because it's so worth it so win the lottery and we can go over as a group and take over Stanford Bridge. sounds good <laughs> <laughs> that'd be awesome <laughs> 40 how many how many cia members are there Thirteen hundred and eighty-one. Eighty-one. So we could just kind of get. That's like about what we could get the whole shed lower, pretty much. Yeah, about half. Yeah. We could just we could just decide. Okay, so here's what we do. We play now. Normally, normally, the away allocation is either fifteen hundred or three thousand. So we wait for a team that'll only take half of the <laughs> allocation, and we take the other half. We just need so like Burnley. So if we had Burnley at home, just yeah. Oh no, Burnley actually isn't bad. Like City. (laughs) (laughs) Well, they all leave. They all leave partway through anyway. So they don't. They don't travel. travel. Well, I don't know if you saw they they signed Wilfred Boney, and in an interview he said that he's been dreaming of going to to City for fifteen years, and then it said like. Fifteen years ago, Manchester City was in the third tier of England. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> that one, that one definitely made me laugh a little bit. Yeah, no, I can imagine it did. Sorry, my phone's ringing in the background, so I'm going to try and talk over it. Um, no, it's it's. I I do wish that. I do wish that. But you know, and that's what we try. I mean, I I have to tell everybody. I know, I know. If there's a summer tour, that people go, oh, it's just a summer tour. It's not the same. It's not, you know, 
this, that, or the other thing, you know, all of that kind of stuff. But the fact of the matter is, the fact of the matter is that we try and make the summer tour as if you were going to a Chelsea match. Does that make sense? Oh, definitely. And Have it you takes been on pe- tour with us? I haven't because when they were here last time was the summer I was moving from I used to be part of the Philly Blues and I moved from Pennsylvania to Arizona. So I ended up I actually had tickets to go to when they were playing in Baltimore. And I happened to have to give those away because it was the weekend I had to move out to Phoenix for a new job and I was like, Oh but the Chelsea match <laughs> But no I, so I never went to any of the uh anything here but I think it takes people, you know, people who have been there, you know, people who have already been there, like you were saying, kind of think, oh, it's just a summer tour. But if you go, you can you can make that experience for those people who have never been because, you know, you can cre- do your best to create that atmosphere and kind of create that feeling of when you were there for the first time, you know. And a lot of people can't, will never be able to afford to, you know, spend 800 bucks on a plane ticket and a hotel and food and the cost of their ticket to get into Stamford Bridge, you know, somebody just can't do that. So if they have a chance to do it when the Chelsea comes here, you know, they need to just jump on that and and do it because I mean, even though I haven't been, I'm sure it'd just be it'd be fun. And then and you're with people you feel you know, you know, you can go with friends, family, CIA members from your pub that you go to, and I mean, absolutely. I mean, that's what that's what the summer tour always I've tried we we've all tried to make it like so it's like get to the pub at 10 o'clock the kickoff is at five you know we'll sing in the pub we'll you know we'll do all that we'll walk to the game together or if we have to take a bus you know that kind of thing but to make it a day like it was a day at s in sw6 you know start in the pub go to the game end in the pub um because <clears throat> my dear friend Lizzie, and I know a lot of you know Lizzie, Liz, oh, ex Lizzie, De- Le- ex Lizzie DX on Twitter. Um, she always says, you know, when you go, when you start your day at 10 a.m. and you finish your day at 10 p.m. or later, you know, that's a full 12 hours. And yeah, somewhere in the middle for 90 minutes, a football game cranks out. <laughs> <laughs> Whether you but remember it or not. isn't the main bit the main bit is seeing your friends yes seeing your friends having a chat having a laugh having a sing song all of that happens before you get to the game and after you get to the game um i have great memories of befores and afters you know at chelsea matches be it at the old white heart or at the little imperial or the hand and flower the morrisons you know the finches back in the day back in the 80s um all, all of those times before and after a game are the moments that I treasure because that's why I always say, you know, when we lose, I wish I was an SW6. I really wish I was there when we lose because there is nothing better when you lose, when you feel that bad, when you feel that down, to be around those people because we're all pissed off, we're all down, and then all of a sudden before you know it, somebody does something stupid and you're laughing and joking and and it takes the pain away because you realize what win or lose up the blues really, really means. 
And that's something I was going to talk about. Burnley. Was it Burnley? Oh, shit. It wasn't Burnley. Maybe it was Burnley. I was watching a match this weekend. And I tweeted... Dan, do you remember this? I am not sure. I'm trying to think of... Um, if you kind of go a little further, I might know what you're talking about. They sang so loud, even when... And they sang louder when they were down. Uh, I'm not sure. I. And it was either... It was either Saturday afternoon. It was definitely after our game. So, give me a second. Well, I'm looking at your uh, tweet. And you did say, gotta say, good on Swansea supporters supporting their team on this scoreline. No booing or bitching. Yes, that was it. It was Swansea. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. in the second half. The second half. The scoreline, no booing or bitching. The second half, they, they were going for a good... 20 25 minutes straight and I was like, "Oh my gosh, they did they did not stop." I don't know what they were did singing. Did you notice that their team really went for it at that point? Yeah. Oh, it makes a huge I mean, they had that one guy in the stands with a drum. I mean, yeah. they I I now now that you met now that I read that tweet, yeah. The second it was right around 50 minutes or so and they just kept going and they did. God bless them. And that's what that's what a team needs. I mean, you, you... exactly. And look at how much better Swansea started to play. Yeah. And then as soon as they stopped playing, the kind of piss and vinegar fell out of the team, and we scored again. Yeah. You know, and they did not leave. They did not leave until the bitter end, and they were five nil down. I I hate when I hear people booing. It's like, how how is your booing gonna help? your team perform any better. You need to get behind them and, you know, help them on it. And I think that's one of the cool things you see, you just kind of experience with football that you don't get with anything else. You know, you get that whole, yes, that people boo, but you, people get behind their team no matter what. And yeah. there's no leaving early. I mean, how many times do you see in an American sport if their team's losing Half the stand, they're gone. They left. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, there's times. City, their people. Look at when they started leaving. <laughs> yeah, it's ridiculous. I mean, even today, I was during Chelsea's match. It was the 85th minute, and I saw a couple of Liverpool supporters walking out as the 85th minute. I'm like, how are you? I mean, how are you going to leave in the 85th minute? I mean, you're really that worried about? traffic or whatever and it's like you were saying it's not about the game it's about everything before and at, it's the whole the whole experience of it i mean like, like you were saying that's that's what i love about it when i think back of the times that i've been to stanford bridge in there i hardly remember anything that happens in the games i've had i have to look up the game online to remember who scores half the time i don't i don't remember i remember all the people i meet after there's friends i have now that i met the first time I ever went, that every time I've been, you know, I meet up with them. You know, it's it's all that kind of stuff that, that's the great part. It's just the whole family, community aspect of it that, that people need to experience. I agree with you. That feels good to talk about. <laughs> it does, doesn't it? I, I, actually, I was just tweeting it. Um... 
that I said having awesome podcasts with Dan, I gave your Twitter name at dlunberg underscore, should be a great listen. So there you have it. Should we uh, finish with some FA Cup picks? Um, I think we should. Um, I do have some news, though. Do you want the news first? Yeah, go for the news. Um, I know that there are a lot of CIA members that have heard about Chelsea stickers. And it's becoming a thing that Chelsea supporters do, kind of like celery back in the 80s and the 90s, um, that wherever we go, we just plaster everything with stickers. Chelsea stickers. Right? Dan, have you heard about it? I have not. Well, um, for instance, I can tell you when I was at Newcastle and we had to climb up to that fourth tier, um, all of the stairs, there must have been a hundred Chelsea stickers all over. Just, <laughs> and just you know. <laughs> These are like those, uh, like those stickers you see on like the back of a stop sign or something. Oh, okay. Yes, but like that. I mean, I can picture them. I didn't know that there was like a thing going on with this. But it sounds pretty cool. So it's becoming a Chelsea thing. We can't throw celery anymore. We'll just... I mean, I can remember in Sunderland, there were a ton of Chelsea stickers just stuck on the seat. (laughs) Um, so anyways, uh, so there's a guy and you can follow him on Twitter at Chelsea stickers. Um, and he's been making these really, really cool, cool stickers. Dan, can you go on a website right now? Yep. Can you go to Chelsea stickers.com? Stickers.com. So in order to buy the stickers though, you got to buy them in packs of 50. Well, Dan, do you want to buy 50 of one sticker? <laughs> if I can hand them out to some people. Well, that's been the problem. So this weekend, um, on Sunday, I believe, um, I don't know how it started on Twitter, but I think Chelsea Stickers was saying something, and it's, you know, I went to his website, and I said, damn it. You know, so I tweeted him, um, and said, you know, hey, we need, you know, I need to it says, um, hold on a minute. Uh, so I tweeted him. That's what I did. I tweeted him and I said, uh, Ch- Chelsea Sticker, silly question, sorry. I need to buy 50 each design off the website. Just would like some here in the U.S. willing to pay postage. And he came back. And, you know, and we kind of worked it out. We have got, Dan, are you ready for this? Are you, have you gotten to the website? Yeah, I'm on it. I'm looking at all the stickers and I want all of them. Okay. We've got 18 designs coming to America. Yes. It says, it says free delivery, but then it says UK only. UK only. Right. So Chelsea in America has bought 50 stickers. We're paying all of the, all of the money. Um, you know, the postage, the this, that, the other thing, right? We're paying all of it. Um, we will have them on the website in the members area for and which ones we have. And we will be selling them 
tiny bit of profit, but we'll be covering the PayPal, mailing, et cetera, et cetera. So, Dan, if you want to buy, like, one each, you can just buy one each of all of the 18 that we're going to have. Can I buy all 18 stacks? <laughs> I want, like, every one of these. So you can pick, like, like for example, the one says, uh, like, where were we when we were shit? Your pub or your town, your pub, your end up to Chels. So if I wanted like, yeah, I've got a T-shirt like that too from Marcos. So. so I could get like five of those, and then yeah. like five of the ones that say Chelsea with the the um, underground logo, and then like fifteen yeah. of the one that say Pride of London or something. Yeah. Oh yeah, I am I am hundred percent interested in that. <laughs> yeah, and we will pay the postage, and you just get them delivered to your house. I love it. The, some of these are really cool. I know. I've got a feeling. I, I only ordered 50 each. i got a feeling we're going to be placing another order really quick. Um, so spread the news. Tell the guys in the pub. Um, and if I have to order more, well, you know what? Chelsea Stickers will sell, send us more. He's even willing to do one just for America. Like a CIA one? Well, I don't want it to be a CIA one because I wanted to, you know – have have meaning to the New York Blues, have meaning yeah. to Rocky Mountain, you know, kind of thing. So my suggestion with him was, I made two. I said eggs, bacon, beer, and Chelsea. I mean, if there's bacon in it, that'll American relate. Tradition. Bacon will relate to every American. So I think it'd be cool. No. And get one so with. We just have, you know, like, because, I mean, let's face it, we watch early in the morning, right? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I've said it so many times. It's like, hey, I don't eat bacon. So it's like, eggs, beer, eggs, beer and Chelsea. It's the way I, it's it's my weekend. It's what my weekend's all about. Or the other one I said was just eggs, beer and Chelsea, breakfast of champions. Oh, I like it. <laughs> you like that one, huh? I think, I think it'd be cool to get one. I don't know how, like, with like our actual logo. Like none of these have our current logo on it. They just have the lion. That's because they they can't. Ugh. Right. Because I was going to say, because if, if I stuck a sticker somewhere that said, had a picture of Diego Costa saying, I go into battle, you come with me. If Joe Schmo walking down the street would be like, what the hell does that mean? You know? Or well, he might look it up. He might true. Google it and go, oh, that's, that's what Diego Costa said when he first signed his contract at Chelsea. True. Or making history, not reliving it, you know? But. Yeah. I love I love all these. These are awesome. How big are they? How is it like a? Um, a lot of them are like uh, maybe like four by six. Okay, that's pretty big. Huh? That's that's pretty big. Well, four by six, three by five, around that area. Yeah. Right in there. Um. So yeah, we're gonna we're gonna do a special deal. Um, I think we're gonna sell them a dollar a piece and buy two get one free. Yeah, I'm. I am placing an order tonight with you. <laughs> you can't place an order tonight. <laughs> I'm gonna put them on layaway or something. I want them. <laughs> well, what what we need to do is you need to go on to you need to go on to Twitter and tag um, Rachel, who is Raw Dragon, Raw Dragon, if you know who, who she is, um, and go, Rachel, get this shopping cart full <laughs> so <laughs> I can buy stickers. What's her What's her Rachel? R A D R A G O N on Twitter. So at R A D R D R A G O N. Okay. And tell her what? And tell her. Get me get, stickers. 
shop, get the CIA shopping cart prep for stickers. I want to buy some. Got it. So if you're listening, you know, you won't be at the pub this weekend, but next weekend, you know, and, and if we run out, I'll order more. You know, and the cool thing about these stickers is, is they, you know, they, they run out. And then they, he's coming out with more designs. So, you know, just got to get what we can get. Yeah, that'll be cool. I, I like that a lot. So it was just a brainstorm I had. and then So we really, really, really want to give a huge thumbs up to Chelsea Stickers. So and you can find them online at, or on Twitter at, at Chelsea Stickers. I'm going to follow them on Twitter. And send them a tweet and say, just heard on the po- on the CIA podcast that, you know, we're going to get stickers in America. So excited. Yeah. I'll wait. But I get to buy them first because they're coming to my house first. Uh, I'm going to come camp outside your house. <laughs> I'll tweet them. I'll tweet them in the morning when they're, uh, when whoever runs that's up and awake. So... Yeah, they're they're coming. So we're I'm I'm so excited. I'm just so excited about it. Um, and I hope everybody else is because you can put them on your car. You can put them in the pub. You know, let's start covering America in Chelsea stickers. <laughs> Better than graffiti. Yes. Should we do those picks? Want to do those picks? Yes, we can do the picks. I actually. I already did the spreadsheet for them. Perfect. So we go. Let's go through last week. Yeah, we still have one game to play because we thought the podcast might be on Wednesday and ended up on Tuesday. But as none of us got today's game right because we all picked Chelsea as good, and I am just going to say something: Who the hell let Jonathan pick Spurs against Sunderland? <laughs> Wasn't me. Jono, if you're listening, boy, you are on my shit list. I just, at this point of the season, I am not going to pick a team that is close to us in the table. I'm just not. So I ended up with two. (laughs) (laughs) Because I wouldn't pick the Scouts. I really thought Burnley was going to do it, and they almost did. Um, I picked Leicester for some unknown reason. Um, I picked QPR and Man United as a draw because I am not, I don't want United to get any points. Of course, I picked Chelsea. I am never going to pick Tottenham. Um, I picked Newcastle Southampton a draw, and um, Southampton pulled it out. I did pick the Pikes because um, I really thought they were going to hammer Hall, and I'm not really too concerned about them. And I picked a draw for City versus Arsenal. You and me, no, me and Neil were the only two that picked a draw, and we won that one. And then Everton versus West Brom, I picked Everton, and I guess West Brom. No, wait a minute, who won that game? No, Arsenal. Arsenal beat Manchester City. They they won. Right, I know, but I picked a draw because I oh. didn't want either one of them. I'm healthy. <laughs> uh. You picked Arsenal, Eddie picked Arsenal, Jonathan picked Arsenal, but I'm not going to pick Arsenal. That was very difficult. 
the, for me to pick. I didn't actually. And then Everton, West Brom. Was it West Brom won? Oh, they did in the last minute, didn't they? Everton, West Brom was a draw, 0-0. Zero, zero. It was a draw? Yeah, 0-0. Zero, zero. Well, then stupid-ass Jonathan got 9, not 8. <laughs> At one point on the early games, I had them all correct until the last minute of Spurs because I had that one as a draw. <clears throat> and yeah, then exactly. last minute of Burnley Crystal Palace, I had that one as a draw. And that would have been six for six. I know. So, um, okay, so this is wrong. Eddie told me he updated it, and he didn't because that was a draw. So Jonathan ends up with nine. Um, Dan and Neil uh, both got six. Eddie got five, and I got two. <laughs> So Jono is pulling out ahead, even though he picked Spurs. He should get he should get a hundred points deducted for that. <laughs> I'm cool with that. So <laughs> you're good with that? Yeah. Okay, so next week we have no Premier the League. second leg of the semifinal for the cup, for the Mickey Mouse Cup, as well as an FA Cup weekend. So are you ready, Dan? Yeah, do you, do you have the list of the I have a list of them all right here. So, oh, you do? Yes, I have the list of the, I have the FA Cup and Capital One. And I do too, two, so. so okay. I don't know what order you've got them in, but we're going to go with my order if you don't mind. Okay, that's fine. I'm on Sky. Okay. Um, so, Southampton at home to Palace. Uh, Southampton home to Palace. Southampton. Yeah, I, I think so too. So, we're agreed on that one. Cambridge at home to Man United. You know who I'm picking. Cambridge. Cambridge. I'm going to take... Uh, I'm going to go with a draw. Okay. Uh, Blackburn at home to Swansea. Ooh. Uh, no, Blackburn's not playing... Uh, I'm going with a draw. Yeah, I can see a draw there. Chelsea at home to Bradford. Chelsea. Okay, I just screwed up and put your draw again on menu. Oh, wait a minute. I did it right. That's like today. I went to the pub. I saw a goalkeeper. He had a black thing on his head. It happened to be hair, not a helmet. I thought it was Petr Cech, so... <laughs> having one of those old lady days. Uh, Darby at home to Chester. Darby. They're pretty good. I'm going with Darby as well. Uh, Preston North End at home to Sheffield United. Uh, do you notice Preston North End, are they in League One or are they League Two? Um, I'm not sure, but I think they are League Two. I'll take Sheffield United. Yeah, I mean it's Sheffield United that's still in the. In oh, the, here Sheffield United seventh in the in League One, and yeah, I don't see. Uh, I'm looking at the League One table, so Preston North End's League Two. Yeah. Okay, the Brummies, Birmingham at home to West Brom. Birmingham. Yeah, I'll take Birmingham. 
Okay. Oops. Um. Okay. So um, next we have. Sorry. I was trying to pull something up. Villa at home to Bournemouth. Ooh. I'm going to take Bournemouth. Bournemouth's top of the league in the championship. And Aston Villa can't score a goal. Not even at home. No. I, I'm taking Bournemouth. Me too. I don't know if you listen to Talk Sport at all, but they talk about Bournemouth all the time. They just, like, all the guys on there rave about Bournemouth, so. <laughs> Cardiff at home to Reading. Uh, and Card Reading is in 18th, and Cardiff are in 13th. Four, only four points separate them. Yeah. Who's I at Who's at home? Cardiff. Yeah. Uh, I'll take Cardiff. I'm going with Cardiff as well. I just have a feeling. Scouts at home to Bolton. Draw. Draw. I'm not picking Liverpool. Tottenham at home to Leicester. Now, see, there's two teams I don't like. <laughs> but I'm going to say Leicester. I'm going to say draw. Brighton Hove Albion at home to Arsenal. Oh, God. Draw. Sorry. Uh, Arsenal, don't don't kill me. <laughs> Rochdale at home to Stoke. Hmm. See th those these are the matches that just intrigue me in the FA Cup. I know those lower league sides against the mid table Premier League side. But Stoke plays. Like a lower league team. True. Rochdale is fifth in League One. And they score a lot of goals. 45. I'm going to take... Uh, yeah, I'll take Rochdale. I'll go for okay, it. Yeah, I'm going with Stoke. Sunderland at home to Fulham. Draw. I'm going with Fulham. Bristol City at home to West Ham. Bristol City. Um, oh, they're second in the in League One. I'm calling it a draw. Draw. And City at home to Borough. City. I'm going with Borough. Our, uh, in this, huh? Oh, that's our that's our favorite place to to loan people to. I think. Yes, it is. And I want our our young boys that are on loan there. I want them to beat City. So I'm going with Borough. Sheffield, and so next Tuesday, Sheffield at home to Tottenham. Uh, 
Does it say on there what I picked? Do you, do you have what I picked for the last? I think I picked a draw. I'm going to take Sheffield because they're at home. You picked a draw last time. I think, I think Sheffield will for do draw. it at home. Yeah. Sheffield. Okay. And then Chelsea at home to Liverpool. Chelsea. Okay, guys. If you want to send pics, you can put them on Facebook. You can put them on Twitter. You can email Eddie at Chelsea. What is it? Podcast at ChelseaInAmerica.com. Get your pics in. You, you don't have to be. Um, you don't have to be left out. So there you have it. So. Okay. Yeah. I think that's it. So while you all wait for these stickers to come flourishing across America or across from the UK, um, uh, you know, listen to the podcast. Um, I don't know where I don't know if the if the radio will be on uh, the Chelsea website. You may have to follow on Twitter, get a dodgy feed, whatever for Saturday. But you know, do your best because it's going to be it's it's not on television. Um, we know the BN will treat us better, um, but. You know, that's what, that's all I've got to say. You know, it gets back to the old days where you couldn't, at least you're not having to wait until Wednesday to see what the results are. That's all I've got to say about that. Yeah. And at least so, we have it better than uh, they do in the UK. So at least we can actually watch every match. Well, for the most part. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. I think that's something a lot of people here don't realize is <laughs> the whole blackout. I mean, they don't, we get to see more than they do, which is yeah, crazy. So, um, so anyways, so that's it. We need to thank our sponsors. I'm going to put another plug in there. Go over and tweet Chelsea stickers. Tell them you're excited. And as soon as we have those up, it'll be on our, it'll, we'll tweet it out via CIA. We'll put it on Facebook. We'll have it on the website and you'll hear it right here on the podcast. Um, so get ready for, for stickers. Um, we also want to thank colonialdistributions.com for bringing us the CFC, for bringing us CFC UK. Um, thank God for them. Uh, we're just so grateful um, that they can bring us the best fanzine in the whole world. $2 delivered to your home. Go out and do it. Uh, the other thing we want to do is we want to also thank the English Pork Pie Company. It's winter. It's cold. Best thing during a football game? Pie. Go out. Get some. They're delicious. Uh, we also want to thank Custom Made Names, our uh, favorite place for custom made frames. Um, go ahead and check that out. So if you've got something to frame, you have a coupon in your membership packet. If you've lost it, holler at me and I'll get you all the information that you need for a new one. We also want to thank Campo Retro. If you want a shirt from when you first started watching Chelsea, from even further back than that, it is the place to go. They've got really, really cool stuff and we want to thank high five it um a great app dan's going to tell us all about it next week on the podcast so go out and check that out and last but not least we want to thank the chelsea supporters trust god bless them for all that they do 
Um, they they have us in our in it. They have our concerns in their hearts. We are part of that. So there you have it. I think that's it. Did I forget anybody? No, you got them. Excellent, 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 excellent. With that said, Conchos Bradford on Saturday, the Scouts on Wednesday. Let's do this. All right. So um, in the meantime. Keep the blue flag flying high, wait for your stickers, and up to Chelsea. Up to Chelsea. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.